Hey everybody and welcome to Outlast Podcast. I am Frank and I'm with my mom Shirley. Hi there. And today we're talking season 39, episode 13. Uh, just go for it. What do you think of the episode overall? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. It. Um, I I liked the immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. That was good. And um, I kind of liked the the Island of the Idols section. Yeah. That yeah, was, was good. Okay. Yeah. Not a great ending, and we'll get to that. Well, yeah, yeah. But That's... pretty good show overall. Okay. Uh, last week we got Karishma voted out, so we're heading into this one. Uh, Tommy's mad that Nora didn't give him a heads up that he was going to be the target. Right. And then Nora's telling him, you know, oh, it's Tommy's fault. Everything blew up. Or it's Dean's fault. Everything blew up because of Dean. Right. Tommy's sitting there like, yeah, thank God he did. You exactly. Know? So Nora's not quite getting the whole. Nora can't talk her way out of that right, one. Right, exactly. Uh, Nora's convinced that Dean is sick in the head. And then she ends up taking his shoes and hiding them on top of the flag. The reason she does that is because whenever somebody's voted out, they take a piece of their clothing and put it on the flag. Oh, okay. So it's like this like hall. Because later on, there's no like significance to that. So it was kind of like, well, why did yeah, they show it? Yeah, you think they would okay. show him like struggling to get because the idea is that he's short, so he can't reach it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> well, what she was I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, in the middle of the night, we see Elaine and Dean get up and they start searching for the idol. Right. Shortly followed by Janet and Tommy doing the same thing. Uh, in the morning, we see that Janet finds the idol in a tree stump. And uh, it's like most idols has to be played by uh, with five left at least. Right. Uh, which we're coming up on in like in no yeah. time. Uh, and then while Janet shows Tommy the idol, Dean and Elaine are off to the side and they actually see that they're looking at something. So now they essentially know that Janet right. has the idol. Yeah, that was a bad play. Yeah. I think they should have been more careful about that. Yeah, I think, you know, pure excitement and this late in the game. Yeah. It's a mix of everything right there. Yeah. Nora's acting crazy around camp. Nothing new. Exactly. <laughs> Elaine wants to keep Nora around because she's kind of a shield. So it's... The idea is that there's always Nora that you can pin things on. Right. Uh, you know, it's obvious. that's what she wanted to keep around. Yeah. Elaine talks to Lauren about uh, who she would want to sit at the end with and tells Lauren that, you know, basically she's she's giving Lauren the heads up that there's no way Tommy's going to have you at the end. Yeah, Tommy's your, you know, yeah. Tommy's the one's going to win the idol over you if you guys were in the challenge together. Yeah. Tommy's the one's going to win it at the end. And so... Uh, and it's a good point. At this point right now, you have to break up your alliances. You have to get yeah. in there. I think Lauren's kind of seeing that. I think she's yeah. kind of seeing that with the three guys, she's at the bottom and she better start doing something. Which is, you know, it's unfortunate because her and Tommy are ride and die and they yeah. got you know, this far. But it's, yeah, at the point you got to worry about that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Lauren approaches Tommy, worried about this and, and asking, you know, is there a possibility of an all-boy alliance? Uh, Tommy lies. He says, oh, no, it's fine. We're never going to do yeah, that. And of, of course. course. <laughs> it's exactly what Tommy's planning. He's Tommy, he's wanting to take Dan and Dean to the end. Yeah. Because he knows he can win both against both those guys. Right. Obviously, those two he'd win against. Uh, so that's currently where we're at. Then a boat shows up. And right. it's the island of the idle boat. And they have to pick out of a hat randomly to see who's going to go. Dean's the one that's going. Yep. Dean's going. And so he heads off on the boat. And so he gets to the island. And it's kind of... Um, it was kind of odd. He didn't seem surprised yeah. to me to see Boston Rob and Sandra. He did say that, you know, he feels like asking for their autograph and it's like seeing, you know, Michael Jordan and Serena Williams. <laughs> but yet he didn't have that shock factor that yeah. we've seen in some of the others. So I don't know if they're talking about it more around camp and we're not point, seeing it. There's no way that it's been kept secret. Yeah. Nowhere has been out there, guys. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's just no way. <laughs> he doesn't keep anything quiet. Yeah, so you could tell that he he wasn't surprised with that part of yeah, it. Yeah, more like I'm excited to see somebody I planned on seeing. Yeah. Then yeah. So he starts talking to Rob and Sandra about this fake legacy mm-hmm. advantage that he got from Jamal, and he he explains to them how he made a fake one from that. Yeah. That is what he played, you know, at tribal, 
And then he asks them if the one he has is real. And right away, Sandra's like, oh, you know, we can't tell you that. Yeah. So yeah, she's she going to say something to along the lines of like, only Jeff can be the one. To, so it's to the point where it's like, you know, death press, uh, protest too much to where it's like, you're saying too much to where if I were yeah. sitting there, be like, okay, yeah, Sandra's saying some nonsense. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she memorized this line because she knew she was going to get asked it. <laughs> So at this point is when Rob starts explaining that everybody coming gets a lesson and his lesson is going to be about jury management. Yeah. Really important this time of the game, you mm-hmm. know. So they're going to do a coin coin flip and it's considered a game of chance. Right. So yeah. 50-50, you either, you know, one side says yes, one says no. If he flips the coin and you lose and lands on no, then you lose your vote for the next tribal. Right. If it wins, you have a choice of three things. So you can get an idol for the next tribal for someone else. Mm-hmm. Can't be for yourself. You can get an idol nullifier or you can get an extra vote. Yeah. So he thinks about those and then decides that he wants the idol nullifier because he knows that Janet has an idol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his plan is to use it against her. So they go ahead and flip the coin. The coin lands on yes. And now he has an idle nullifier. So um, Rob goes on and explains to him the main thing about this whole lesson is the fact that this is com- can be part of your resume. Yeah. You can say you took this big of a chance just on a flip of a coin. Yeah. Which really Dean needs because he doesn't have a big resume. He doesn't. The, you know, Tommy later on mentions that he just sits around camp for the most part, and smiles and brushes his hair or whatever. Uh, to me, going into this, when they were talking about, like, oh, we have a lesson, and then you're going to flip a coin, I was like, well, what's a lesson in that? He's not going to learn anything from this. Right. Uh, it's it's all him. So luckily at the end, Rob really pushes into him, like, this is your resume right here. Right. They gave you this. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it would have been a lot better if you tried to go two, two out of three or something like that, try to play the I odds know. a little better. I was hoping he would hold out a little bit, because you know that that's what, you know, Rob would have offered. But he went for it, yeah. and he won. You know, he won. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Back at camp, Dean returns, and then he tells the tribe that, oh, there wasn't actually like a challenge challenge. I had to choose to do this or that or whatever. Really kind of playing it all down, and yeah. then he had lost in the end. Uh, then he tells his lines off to the side, like, this is the truth. This is what happened. I have an nullifier. Plan is to use it for Janet. Uh, Tommy was impressed that, that, that Dean's move. Yeah. yeah was pretty Tommy's kind of worried that now Dean might be playing the game. Yeah. So the the alliance decides to go ahead and target Nora. That's going to be the game plan out of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but Tommy on the side is still saying like, you know, he's been unassuming this whole time. He hasn't yeah. really hurt anybody. He does have a couple friends over there, and now he has this in his resume. He may want to target Dean and get him out of yeah. the way now. Yeah. Tommy's just keeping the ideas open. Right. I think he's smart enough to to not have Lauren there first. But right. I think next would be Dean. Yeah. Then we head into challenge. Okay. And with challenge, uh, it's kind of funny when they first walk in. We've got Elaine that notices there's a word puzzle. So she's already not happy because she knows she's not great at that. Exactly. (laughs) So to start with the challenge, what they need to do is they have to spin to unravel a coil of rope that's around their waist. Then they make their way across a series of obstacles, picking up a puzzle piece along the way, Mm -hmm. using that to solve a survivor word puzzle. And then the first to finish, of course, wins immunity. Yeah. So we've got Tommy moving really fast. He unwinds himself. Um, and then we've got uh, Elaine, Dan, and Nora. They fall because they're so dizzy. It's a mess. So they yeah. get towards the end. But by the time they stop and they're trying to get out of this tube that was holding the coil, 
you know, they're falling and having a hard time. Then the next thing they have is a net obstacle where they have to climb across this net. And of course, Tommy, he's first, Elaine's second. They're doing pretty good with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them still pretty dizzy. The next one is a balance beam, which they have a hard time on because some are still busy, uh, dizzy at that point. Yeah. So uh, Tommy's there first. He falls off right away um, because of being dizzy. And then Elaine falls. Eventually, they kind of get their bearing straight and they start doing well. Um, And Dean and uh, Nora are the ones that are really doing good on the balance beam. So when they go on there, it's narrow, which makes it difficult. But then they have to stop about midway and they have to untie this puzzle piece. So um, Nora and At this and point, Dean, too, they're just about shaking off the dizziness. So yeah. there's still a little bit in them. It's still taking a little bit to kind of yeah. stay, stay balanced. Most of them are staying on the balance beam yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then we have uh, Nora and Dean. They're the ones that get to the puzzle first. Mm-hmm. And then the rest follow behind. So they're working on the puzzle. And um, Dean's doing a good job. And Elaine gets there and she starts doing well. Yeah, she's doing well. Yeah, She's doing really good. So they're both like neck to neck. And Elaine's kind of struggling. I think she would have done better if she stood back and really looked at what it was saying. She knows this is a must win for her, so she's acting erratic. She's really panicked. Yeah, exactly. She's panicked. She's frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. So then at this point, you know, Dean's seeing what it says. And so he finishes the puzzle. The puzzle says this game will mess with your mind, which it does. It definitely does. And Dean is our winner. So he wins the immunity challenge. Yeah. And, you know, he has the immunity challenge. He just won the other thing. So it's a really good day for Dean. It really is. But Elaine, when they get back to camp, she's very frustrated with her loss. She knows that she's next. So she really wants to make sure she won that. Uh, The Alliance decide to go ahead and put, well, they say they're going to go ahead and put all the votes on Nora. This is our plan. We're going to do all the votes on Nora. The real uh, vote is, the real plan is to split the vote. And uh, Dan's going to be voting for Nora. Right. No, I'm sorry. Put all the votes on Elaine in front of Nora. Sorry, my bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, but who are they trying to trick again? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they're going on Elaine. Dan is the only one going on Nora. That's right. Just in okay, case just she in has case. an immunity yeah, idol. Yeah. yeah. So Lauren is worried that Dan and Tommy might, you know, target her next. So Lauren and Elaine are discussing the vote and Nora's name keeps coming up. Right. If they can vote with, if they can vote Nora, then with the Dan vote, they actually have enough to send her Exactly. Home. And that this would be a huge resume built up for everybody involved. Yeah. Especially for Lauren, who already has a pretty nice looking re- resume. Yeah. And Lauren's kind of playing both sides. Which is the best She's way to go. She's got to be careful. She has to survive She's my this, girl. Yeah. I don't want her kicked out. <laughs> so, well, at this point, it's, it's a, you know, it's yeah. just you got to fight her and go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lauren talks to Janet about getting Nora out. And, you know, they're discussing the idea, too. Janet likes the idea because she doesn't want Nora to take her spot at the end and feels like, with Elaine around, it reduces her threat. So right. it's really best case scenario for Janet. First of all, she knows that she's not going to be like number one. That's going to be a Tommy or a Lauren spot. So the two and three you're worried about, right? Right. And those spots, one of them likely will be taken by Nora if she's still around. Right. So she wants to get rid of that. So sure, her odds are better to getting in. And with Elaine around, she's the next vote then. Right. She's not this vote. She's the next one. Yeah. It's good for her all around. And we're going into tribal with the with that the mindset. Yep. So we go into tribal. Mm-hmm. And it starts off where Jeff just says, you know, let's start talking about the immunity challenge today. So Elaine's still very upset, poor yes, thing. Of course. She uh, she just felt like she had it, and then Dean won, and you know she was so upset by that. And Dean says, "Hey, you know, I need it just as much as you do." Right. And uh, he says, "Just look at the jury. You know what great players have already been out. You know, really working the jury." Yeah, yeah. And Rob even chimes in on that. You know that that he's doing a good job trying to work the jury at this point. Yeah. 
Um, so then Jeff says, hey, you know, when there's seven left, it's a pivotal time. And so Tommy starts talking about, yeah, you know, you only need four people and you could look at Vokai's bottom two and, and pull them over and then you're set. Right, exactly. It's it's a very scary time right now. Yeah. And then Elaine starts talking about how she's been a, par- uh, a target from day one. So she's trying to plead with everybody and give them a different way of thinking about how if they hang on to her one more vote, then they're, they're uh, guaranteed at least one more day, you know, one more tribal. And she says, because I'm a threat and I will get voted out soon. I yeah, mean, that's, it's it's a weird argument, really, because yeah, it's it's she is really just not pleading to get to the end. She's just pleading for the one more day. I can see what she's saying, because then she's thinking, OK, if I can get past tonight, then I can at least try to pass that. Right. But it, it is funny that she's pitching. Just give me that one more day. Yeah, I I yeah. think it's just because she feels so desperate at this point. She definitely is. That, yeah. you know, she can just ask for one more day yeah. and then shake stuff up, you know, at camp. Yeah. She might do okay. So then they say, well, you know, if we don't take you out, who are we going to take? And of course, she says Nora, you know. Right, right. So then Nora's like, well, who wants to sit with Elaine at the end? Raise your hand. And of course, nobody raises their hand. Of course, yeah. But that's not not what Elaine's pitching. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're right. Exactly. And so, you know, Elaine says, well, I said, you know, I'm going to go home soon. You're the wild card is what I'm trying to to point out. And then Mm -hmm. Lauren's really considering this. Yeah. You know, she starts really thinking and then she's whispering to Janet and it's like, damn, Elaine might be getting what she wants. You know, when, when those two are talking, I didn't see it, but did, maybe you caught it. Was Tommy or anybody concerned? It didn't show them. I only saw Lauren okay. that was concerned and then talking to Janet. I didn't because see anybody else. If I were Tommy it. or Dan or, or Dean, if I saw those two talking, I'd be like, OK, that's a problem. Exactly. Because Lauren's with them. And so Lauren what is she is whispering to Janet Talk about, for? She's a top dog threat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to be careful. Lauren. Yeah. Lauren's a big threat, and I don't think they see her as the threat she is. She's always done well in challenges, you know, so I don't know. I'm surprised that they're, you know, that's their bottom one, and they don't really look more at getting her out. Yeah. By now, to me, she should have been out, but... um, she is so good. Yeah. So, yeah, Elaine, or Jeff's telling Elaine, this is what you want to hear. You know, you're starting to get people thinking and all that. And she says, yeah, but, you know, I've, I'm always ready for the worst. And to me, the glass is always half empty. Right. And so he's really uh, surprised to hear that. You know, he says, that doesn't seem like the case. You're likable, charming, and a threat to win. And yet you see the world so half empty. Yeah. And so she just says, I, you know, I've had a rough way to go. I've never been a lucky person. Other than getting on the show, nothing good's ever happened to me. And she starts talking about, her mom uh, passing away three months before right. she went on the show, and she's getting very emotional, and you know a lot of people are tearing up, and so it's you know, one he, of those moments where she starts to seem very sympathetic. And I mean, if I were there to vote for somebody to win the show, it'd be her right now. Yeah, and it's not the time to be doing that. Which it, she's she's talking out of emotion, so she's not like she's controlling it or even using it for strategy at all right now. Right, she's right. just being an honest person. Yeah. But it is the worst possible time to be doing that. Right. She needs to look as least likable as possible. And right now she's, I mean, I'd give her a vote. Yeah. She looks really and, and, you know, it's funny because I didn't catch that until you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Like, she's almost not intentionally, but working the jury. By accident, And yeah. she doesn't want to. She yeah. needs to show that the jury's ready to get her out. Exactly. Not sympathetic. Yeah. yeah. You know, so anyway, at this point, Jeff says it's time to vote. And we get two for Nora and we get four for Elaine. 
So that was enough to vote out Elaine. So unfortunately, Elaine's going. I, I really, really liked her. I really liked her. Just about the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> I think she's one of two all stars. I can yeah. see for future seasons. Yeah, I think so too. If they don't just do away with the season, right? <laughs> she did really well, yeah. and only uh, Dan and Elaine were the only two to vote Nora. Yeah, which so everybody else was pretty much the game plan. So everybody else has been sticking to their to their marching orders essentially. Yeah, yeah. But you may have noticed we well, have a little extra time on the clock. Yeah, and, we were surprised. Uh, yeah, next day, everybody's waking up. It's a good morning. Sun is out. Jeff comes into camp. That was weird. It's so weird seeing him in camp, and even everybody in camp was like, "What the heck?" Well, and right away, somebody's like, "Where's Dan?" Yeah, which of course. Yeah. So you know that was on the back of their mind. Yeah, you know for sure. Uh. Well, we find out from Jeff. Jeff says that Dan has been removed from the game. Yeah, He's no longer going to be on the jury. Anything, he's completely out of the game, which he's even off the website. You had mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw that a couple of weeks ago when we got our first talk about, yeah. you know, everything happening. Yeah. They pulled him off that CBS All Access. He's yeah. not part of the tribe. And then Janet says, you know, we need to just move beyond this. Okay, we'll think about it and then move beyond it. Right. And then at the end, the last little piece, we've had these already before the season, which is just testament how crazy the season has been. Uh, but CBS had a, a little announcement at the end. It says, Dan was removed from the game after reports of another incident, which happened off camera and did not involve a player. So uh, you had done some research on this and found some a little bit more details. Yeah, I, I found out on TMZ that it mm. said, after the immunity challenge... When a crew member was getting into the boat, Dad Dan did something inappropriate. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if he gave her a push up, you know, on her bottom, yeah. or I I have no idea. It's just Dan being Dan, and it should have been a, a situation. I just I think he should have been out to start with. Yeah, and you know the reaction online has been swift, of course, where people are like, "Well, why was first off? Yeah, I mean that's a hundred percent. I agree with this. Why was Dan even allowed to play any farther? Exactly. Than anything. He should have been gone a couple of days in." Uh, but he was, he was brought, he's kept right. that around, which is a problem. But then the other call out there was like, well, okay, what has he done? Let's, let's, we could rub his, his face in the dirt. It's okay. What did he do? And then somebody brought up a good point. And I think it might've been Kelly even. She's been mm -hmm. really on top of this. Yeah. Uh, she was saying it's not for Dan or for CBS or for us to know what happened. It's up for, up for the victim. And if the victim didn't want to have it out right. there, then it doesn't need to be out there. Exactly. Very, very good point. Yeah. So that's one thing that I wanted to just kind of echo what Kelly said, because she's been really on top of this. Yeah. And she's like, it's up to the victim to say what, what's going on. Yeah, um, very true. But yeah, Dan should have been gone a long time ago, so this situation could have happened. Exactly. Yeah. I so. mean, and I wonder, you know, like when it was first brought out, they said, okay, you know, we had all these conversations with everyone yeah. and decided to go ahead and continue with the show. But did they have conversations with the crew? Because this happened to a crew member. Yeah. Did they have any input on him staying there? Did they even think that that might happen? You know what I mean? I don't mean? think they even thought it was a possibility. Probably not. Probably not. I, they probably got approval from the tribe mates, you know, Yeah. to continue. But I don't know. I, I just think it's awful. I think we're going to see a few lawsuits, lawsuits out of the season. Yeah. <laughs> nuts. Yeah. I think Dan should have been out yeah. right away. I could see, I could see a couple... I mean, you know, I'm sure they signed something saying they can't sue, but we might yeah. see something. But I bet the person who would sue the fastest would be Dan because the defamation of character. Well, you know what? He deserves everything he's getting he sure as does. far as I'm concerned. He sure does. But everything they have on camera, I'm knowing, sure there's yeah. a lot we don't see. Of course. And 
hey, you know, let him do it. Let him pay his lawyer fees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> I'm CBS sorry, but I'm him. not sympathetic to him at well, his, all. His, now we know because, you know, his account's been locked for a long time. And then we had some news I had, I had mentioned before we started watching. Uh, right before the episode aired, there was an interview with, with uh, Entertainment Weekly they did. And in that interview, they revealed that the final se- the final episode is going to be pre-taped, which is yeah. the first time that's ever been done. Oh, that's it's so normally weird. live. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. I was telling you, the thing I'm worried about, it's because Dan's in the final three. Right. It's because Dan I'm might win this damn thing. I am they so cannot glad have that. And then, he's out. I mean, it's like, it's unfortunate it took this long, but okay, good. Dan's out of the way, so yeah. we know it's not that I much. It's so just because they're trying to avoid protests live. Right, right. Which makes sense. Oh, yeah. But man, this season, that's why I've been joking around the fact that like, yeah, Lane might be good in All-Stars if they let anybody from this season go to All-Stars. <laughs> they might, it might bring too much stuff back. You, you might know? be looking at old episodes, old seasons of Survivor and it goes from like 41, 42, 40, 38. They just might skip this one yeah. and not let it be in the records because this has been... A rough season, yeah, to say it really the least. has. It's been very unfortunate. You and viewership and ratings and stuff like that have been pretty. Although, well, it's a shame, but um, viewership has been down. But like they're they're trending on Twitter and stuff like that more than ever. Yeah. Uh, well, since Twitter's been out, and uh, it's because the people that people are watching it almost had to hate watching it because they right. want to see like what did they miss up on this time? Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate. And you know, I feel sorry for Dan's family, his yeah. wife and boys. Yeah. The I boys, mean, yeah. He's a creep. I don't he is. care about him at all, but they have to live through this. Yeah. And now that the second incident was, you know, put out there, yeah. that's tough. That's really tough. And, you know, I hope he's raised his boys to be better men than he obviously is. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I feel sorry for his wife. That's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. For you know? Yeah. For his workplace, too, because I think he's a, a kind of a boss or whatever where he works. Yeah. Well, I would think he I think that's probably, probably doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. Well... All right, let's get past Dan. Just like Janet said, yep. let's let's talk about let's it and move, move on. on. So yep. we're moving into the next uh, the next episode is going to be the finale, season finale. A uh, couple things are happening. First off, it looks like Tommy and Janet are working together, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, they have to because Lauren. It's it's really boiling down to, and I'm so happy to did it happens every year. I'm not bragging, but damn, <laughs> we know how to pick them. We always know how to pick them. I know my Lauren's got to get to the bottom three. But, but we, you know, out of our favorites, <laughs> we always have somebody going to the yeah. end. Tommy and Lauren, and it's up to those two. Right. Really, we're looking at who's going to win out of those yeah. two. And so if Tommy and Janet versus like probably Lauren and Dean, Lauren and Nora maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where Nora's going to go. I don't this. know. She's got to go though. I well, don't want her pretty, to get to the bottom three. Yeah. That's going to be pretty epic. And then the thing I'm most excited for, which is kind of silly to be so excited about something like this, but they're all standing there talking to Robin Sandra at the same time. Okay. Is there anybody who doesn't know about Robin Sandra out of that group? I don't know, because I'm wondering the way Dean wasn't surprised. If, yeah, if nobody was told. I don't know yeah. if somebody talked about it. If nobody talked about it, which, again, Nora, you assume, but um, I think maybe Tommy didn't go to the island. Who else? I don't remember if Tommy went. I don't think so. So I think maybe Tommy's the only one that's going to be surprised. And everyone else went there. Yeah. And yeah. so it's going to be kind of weird. It's like, <laughs> isn't that crazy, Tommy? He's like, what the hell? Nobody talked. All this if nobody time? Talked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's gonna fun. be that's gonna be weird. And then next week we're gonna have uh, uh, Kyle on, uh, who has been uh, you know in the in the pregame for Survivors and up, up to the second round, whether he got to meet some Survivors and stuff like that. And yeah, that'd just, be cool. He's a big Survivor watch too, and I, and he always has a, a pretty good opinions and stuff like that, pretty good ideas. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have somebody yeah. else's thoughts on stuff. I'm excited to have Maybe him on. We've already been working on what it's gonna sound like because it's gonna be our first time having a third person in there, right? <laughs> and it's a remote call, so it's hard because. The little things that people don't realize is like when you're doing a podcast, your guys are listening to it, but we have visual cues in between us. Right. 
And so it's got a visual cues plus one person who's basically <laughs> doing a podcast to us. Yeah. So it works a little differently, but it'll yeah, hopefully it'll work out well. And I think it will because it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. So we'll see you guys next week. Pretty exciting. Okay. All see right. you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast 1. Hope to see you there. Thank you.